looking at? Please note, this podcast contains offensive language and adult themes and the sound of me sniffling a lot, most likely. There's also probably going to be some Handmaid's Tale spoilers. So listener discretion, <laughs> listener discretion is advised. Bum, bum. Speaking of bum, bum, if you're looking for a podcast on details about how we feel about the reunion of Stabler and Benson, hot and also kind of disappointing. Oh, man. <laughs> what about a podcast about Parks and Recreation? I'd listen to it. I'm just getting started. How about a if you're looking for a podcast on how to make a messy bun with fine hair? I don't know. So if you know, please tell me. Oh, I want a podcast maybe about some hot goss from the set of Twilight. <laughs> oh, hot goss. I don't think this is the podcast <laughs> for, for you. you. <laughs> I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And we're here to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation. Duh. <laughs> Duh. All right. Um, I recently did a um, a podcast with the super cool dudes that do the Divine Treasury on the podcast network. And it's all like talking about all the stuff people collect. And they confessed to me that for the longest time, they couldn't tell which of, un- uh, which of us was which in talking. Interesting that my parents said the same they're like oh is that you or sarah i'm like what the fuck i think we sound completely different i think we sound completely different (laughs) as i like try to say exactly the same way you do (laughs) oh my god oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yes you can okay it's a thing that's cute I mean, <laughs> we should do a video version where we're, well, we, we'll we record will. our video and we'll, we'll share it. That's a good idea. Yeah. I just got to make sure that <laughs> don't look like this. I know. I like was many like, glasses? get into the shower. I was going to say, yes, I like them a lot. So did you get the same only in clear frames as well? The clear frames are a different shape. They're a little bit more like yours. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But they're upstairs and that's just too far. To, it to is go. too far. It's a completely gonna... different level. It's, it's on another level, literally. Oh, <laughs> man. I talking about no... glasses. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a podcast where we talk about our new prescription glasses, this is the podcast for you. Um, okay, before we go into any of our uh, hot goss about anything else in life, <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, pop and lock it over to uh, our quick section here where we like to thank our sponsors, Fansets. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors at Fansets for being our sponsor. That's right. We thank you, Fansets. If you like pins, you like pin accessories, you should go check them out at fansets.com. Load up your cart and use our special discount code REWIND in all caps at checkout to treat yourself to 10% off your entire order. One new pin I'd like to take note of, Haley, is NOG and Beckett Mariner from Lower Decks. I said it. So check it out and see what else they got. And then tweet us pictures of your wicked purchases. Fansets. Our pins have character and we thank our friends at Fansets for being our sponsor. Thanks, Fansets. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Haley. 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 
Yeah. You've got some updates for us. Um, we were supposed <laughs> to have recorded last week and uh, we were unable to. So for folks that want to know why you're keeping us waiting on the edge of our seats for more of your delicious podcast content. I Tell have us. a concussion. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got it in a car crash. It's so on the long weekend, May long weekend, for those of you not in Canada, we had a long weekend, May 22nd. John and I were on our way to the beach to read a couple books because we're doing this whole thing about like healthy eating and meditating and exercising and reading and sleeping and doing awesome. So we're on our way and we got fucking rear ended. And I thought I was fine because immediately I was like, holy shit, the back window smashed and there's like glass in my hair. But I was like, I'm okay. John's okay. No one died. Hot firefighters came, semi-hot paramedic came, um, cops came, didn't talk to them, can't can't describe their hotness level. Um, two witnesses helped us, but basically, like, I had pretty bad whiplash for, like, four or five days, and then, like, over the course of those days, like, these weird symptoms started happening, like, oh, I'm really dizzy all the time and super nauseous, and I have a headache, and I can't concentrate on anything, and it's like, oh, that's just a concussion, and I was like, oh, okay, and so, like, I didn't feel good enough to record last weekend, and you're going to do most of the heavy lifting on this one anyway, because I'm, I also still am having trouble, so um, do what I can, but uh so that's that's what's up with me another exciting I know another exciting thing is my slash our birthdays are coming up so we're finally going to be able to see each other because we've only seen each other like four times in the last like 15 or 16 months and I can count them all on one hand because it's four um what else bananas isn't it it's stupid. Do you remember when we used to have lunch together every day? I mean, that was like <sighs> granted like 15 years ago. But that was but amazing. Still, that I know. Amazing. And so I'm looking forward to seeing you and our province is opening up slowly. Just like a beautiful flower. Um, Got to shake out all the stuff in there. And uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I I'm, work is absolutely bananas, but in a really good way. I'm I'm pretty excited about some of the opportunities I'm having right now to be like a, a developer of some pretty cool things that we're building for the various ministries. And um, I've been busy making jewelry and I set up a new Instagram account because of it. And I'm hoping to do a couple of um, like open house invite only um sales maybe in the backyard when it's safe to have folks over and and to sell some of the jewelry and i've invited a friend that i know that does um really incredible floral arrangements and bouquets and maybe somebody i know who does some baking and have like a little like craft fair in the backyard or something oh like that's that. so a nice times. dude yeah it's something to do and just a way to have like people come over and just you know check out the stuff that i've been making because i think once like things are really back to normal, whether it be around Christmas time or if it's in the new year, I'd like to start doing as many craft shows as I possibly can and start actually like, <clears throat> I have 3000 pairs of earrings I've made and multiple, like I just, what the 
hell am I going to do with this shit? Like, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the person who's going to start wearing nine necklaces before <laughs> if I'm really feeling boho or something, but. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm boho now. <laughs> I'm boho now. <laughs> say it. I changed my name to Rain and I'm boho oh. I'm bohemian. Fuck. Go fuck yourself, Rain. Yeah, please don't. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> what else have I got? So I, I'm up to date on Handmaid's Tale. Are you? Oh, no. So okay. I have not seen the most Let's... recent one. The, okay. the one that I... I saw, yeah, was her first kind of foray back into Canada. And yeah. she's kind of like, what the fudge? Yeah. And um, and so that was really good. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the latest one. I watched the most recent one this morning. Um, okay. And I, I, without spoiling it, or anything, because you know I won't do that to you. I I yep. didn't know how I was feeling about the direction the show's going, just because I was like, "What's the story? What, what are they going to tell now? What are some of the story?" And I, after the by the the way the episode ended, I was like, "God, I love this show." It's oh, perfect. good. It's good, just good, good. It's so Cute. good. Um, what about um, Law and Order? Are you caught up? Did you watch the season finale? Was that the season finale, the one that just aired with the wedding? non-wedding no no that one is actually something's weird with my pbr so that was recording either this morning or late last night but the the one that i wanted to talk to you about was um the one where that kid uh hurt someone or killed someone and he went away to a mental institution when he was 10 and then he got released when he was 18 and you Mm -hmm. just knew that he was a fucking piece of shit Mm -hmm. and he totally was a piece of shit called it i love when you call back episodes like that and they bring in a character from like 10 years ago because you know that these this show's been on for 23 seasons so people who were arrested 15 years ago are getting out and to bring them back i love it the show is i wonder it's the show is so good and i kind of want to i want to figure out how to buy the whole thing so i can just watch it over and over forever but i wonder if that kid is going to be like a recurring character type because he seems to be manipulative enough that he can be like, I'm better now. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. psych. That's a, stab- that's a stabbing motion. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I watched the season finale. I didn't realize it was a season finale. So I was just like devastated by the, I was like, Oh, one more. And then I watched um, the organized crime too. Cause I haven't really been watching as much of it, but I kind of want to see where it ends up because I know that they're really weaving her character into that show more than they're weaving his character into SVU. Um, oh. fuck, I love it. I love it. And I kind of want to go back now and watch all of like, the organized crime because I feel like I've missed a couple of key, like, scenes or suggestions or something i wasn't sure how you felt about that because i think i only watched the first episode and i was like "Eh." so now i have a bunch of them pvr'd so i'll go back and watch a bunch because i was upset that i didn't have anything new to watch because i finished Grey's anatomy too okay um um and i you know i dylan mcdermott i like him he's good if you're looking for something to watch it's not a tv show I know I think I've already recommended the Queen's Gambit. Did you watch that? Uh, you have recommended. I have not watched it yet. Very good. Um, okay, but um, I've seen a couple of really good movies lately. Um, <gasps> Tell me. Three in a row, which for us oh. is like, what the hell's going on? Like we found three in a row that we watched that were good. And they were all of them. I think one of them Brad had already seen and he recommended it. And um, okay. So the first one was, um, and this is really fueling my, um, my crush on um 
oh my god I, the lead of breaking bat yeah why am uh, i drawing a blank on his name brian cranston thank you oh my god it's called <laughs> i'm really unprepared for today it's, it's a, got so it's him, a movie it's is a, movie. a judge no no it's him and kevin hart the duo you didn't know you needed. It's based on a true story, and he plays a quadriplegic, and he wants to hire yes. some. He needs to hire somebody to look after him, and 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 Kevin Hart plays it's a guy who's English, out of role. Yeah, it's the English version of a French movie that came out back in like 2010 called The yep. Untouchables. Yeah, and I've only seen the French one, and it's just one of my favorite movies because it's so fucking sweet and mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. And is this the same? It's the exact same story. And it's really good. It's called like it's one word, and I want to say it starts yeah, with it's a like, U, like unforgiven, but it's not unforgiven, but it's like unforeseen, it's something. Or yeah. uncertain, or I can't remember. But it's really, really yeah. good. Then the next night, Brad recommended one that he'd watched on his flight to Saudi Arabia, and it's called War Dogs, and it's um, Jonah Hill and the kid from whiplash and the Mm -hmm. insurgent movies or whatever miles something and it's based on a true story about these guys that were arms dealers during the one of the more recent wars and they were like completely inexperienced guys but somehow they got into the business of selling guns and like making a lot of money and it was really good yeah um and then i watched we watched jungle with daniel radcliffe based on a true story about a guy who survived three weeks in the amazon rainforest in the 80s after getting lost and it was <gasps> really good really? i love a good true story based on a true story yeah i so i watched a couple movies myself i had a real inkling to watch gone girl again uh for some reason oh fuck i just <sighs> i feel like i wanted to be uncomfortable did it and then I watched a movie last night called Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, really? Have you seen it? No, but I've heard about it. Okay, so it was the same dude who did Black Swan, and that yeah. really helped when I watched it because I was like, this is basically exactly Black Swan, only instead of ballet, it's not. But it had the very same kind of feel to it, and um, I had a gummy, so I kind of forgot what was happening halfway through and I kind of stopped watching but it was um it was interesting she's such a good actress yeah um so that was interesting and then uh, I've been like toying with and I I never thought I would watch this movie again because it's really only one you ever need to watch once Requiem for a Dream oh yeah I've never seen seen it so no, but it's I know very it. disturbing. Yeah. Like I remember just being in hysterics by the end of it and not the laughing kind. Um, and I just, <laughs> John's like, why don't you watch something funnier or nicer? And I was like, yeah. that's a good idea. We're, we're watching um, Parks and Rec again. Nice. <laughs> love it. And Perkins. <laughs> Let's <you> know. <laughs> so good. Um, I know those names. You know those names. Uh, I decided to take a look again to see if I could find any really funny um stuff from fanfiction.net <laughs> so i went in and did a search and i used all the different filters for tng okay Set filters to m for mature yeah language english and the stories Thank must you. be complete and i got 335 returns and the best ones are to be shared with you now okay data's day at the holodeck by erickson hamada 
Data has an interesting time with young Ensign Wesley Crusher at the holodeck. Contains explicit content only suitable for adults. <laughs> oh my god. Captain's Chair by Ashley Writes 97 reviews. After a long and stressful day for the doctor, Beverly and John Luke have sex in the captain's chair on the bridge of the D. That's it. <gasps> That's it. <laughs> Getting the D on the D. Never again by Crash Cart 9. You kissed her husband at the reception. You couldn't bring yourself to kiss her, Beverly and Deanna, with implied Troy Riker and Picard Crusher, set at the beginning of Nemesis. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It's a Beverly and Deanna story, but they imply that they're both married separately to the captain and number one. Oh my god. What? And the last one, While Waiting by Wonelli. Ever wonder what happened after Vosh was taken to spend the night in the dungeon with the card? It occurs during the episode Cupid. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. There you go, folks. Fanfiction.net. There's some stuff. Whatever your free? taste is, there's stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Um, Excellent. So there's no more. I don't have any anything new to talk no. about Lisenza wise. So yeah. I looked up bad jokes and now I got a bunch of bad jokes for you. <laughs> Do, do you want to hear them or do you want to skip this and just call it a win? <laughs> really? Are you not like, I'm very intrigued. I I got jokes. Tell me them. What do you call a can opener that doesn't work? Yeah. A can't opener. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the Italian chef who died? He, he passed, passed away. away. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're so good two muffins were sitting in an oven one turned to the other and said wow it's pretty hot in here the other one shouted wow we're talking muffin <laughs> i don't like that one yeah. did you hear about the guy who invented the knock knock joke no he won the nobel prize oh, oh enough, there's no bell Zing. oh god that's what i did that's how I wanted to dazzle this podcast as if it wasn't uh, as if we aren't funny enough. That is good. I have a couple of jokes. Please let me see. You just tell the ones I told <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get them. <laughs> What's better than roses on a piano? Tulips on an organ. <laughs> I've heard that one before. It's so good. Did did you know okay. trampolines were formerly known as jumpolines until 1975 when your mom first used one? <laughs> Tramp. Harsh. I know. Um, let's see. Do I have one? Let me see if I have any more at the ready. <laughs> Can't opener. So true. It's so true. Um, shooby doo wapa, shooby doo wapa, shooby doo wapa. Um, <laughs> so this one's more holiday related. For the last five years, Santa has been putting coal in my stocking, so I tried to get him back by poisoning his, his cookies. Apparently, he found out and killed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark one. Yeah. Anyway, 
Christmas. And of course, there's always the plethora of extremely offensive racist jokes that your uncles like to tell at holidays, but we'll save that for a completely different podcast for the tasteless people in the world. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> that's true. There's plenty of those. We don't need to, we don't need to do those. No. But you know what we do need to do? Talk Listen about to my episode synopsis. Synopsis. I'm ready. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Here's my three word recap. Perfect story told. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Okay. Actually, I was thinking about writing the synopsis without even watching the episode because I know this episode so well, but I didn't. I watched it. And here we go. We got ships, space, Roe, Jordy, and folks helping out some Romulans. Don't trust those dill holes. Roe throws sass and Riker raises his voice and this is their foreplay. Something is up with the Romulan ship and there are words used and plans made and some woman who is not Miles O'Brien fucks up at work killing Roe and Jordy. Yes. But did she? Just kidding. That's not the right theme song. Could you imagine if I really <laughs> fucked that up? Oh man. Classic. Um, <laughs> guess what? She didn't kill them. Ro wakes up and is all aggro that no one will talk to her. And she's like, oh, I'm right here, dudes. Why are you saying I'm dead? And she watches Bev complaining about her job duties and her death certificate is typed up. Which font is used? Unknown at this time. We will find out. Joker man. <laughs> Chiller font. Chiller. Uh, she's dead. Um, <laughs> status. Dead. Jordy wakes up feeling rough, much like how I wake up most mornings. He oh. finds Ro, and she's all like, you know you're dead, right? Like, we're both dead. And he's like, uh, nope, that's not it. I refuse to believe it. He's so optimistic. Um, Picard wants answers, and Data is helping with the ship repair, and there's some urgent thing the Enterprise has to get to. So there's, like, this air of rushing throughout the episode, and I'm just feeling rushed in general. So Jordy and Ro basically sit around and watch people bone in their rooms and shower. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's what I would do. Yeah, um, I know. They, they, yeah, totally. They yeah. are actually trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Um, you know, it's more of a Jordy's trying to figure out what's wrong with them because Rose is kind of sitting there contemplating the fact that she's dead and it's not how she planned um, her afterlife to be. So, yeah. you know, Jordy just kind of was like, look, let's just work with me. Work with me. Let's go to the Romulan ship, okay? Some theories are going to be thrown around here, and I'm gonna, I got to see if I can hatch up some ideas. And so, you know, those two misfits, phased, cloaked, alive. That's what they find out. They are not dead. So more stuff happens. A cloaked Romulan tries to attack. The baddies are being bad. A fight ensues. But, of course, our Starfleet good guys win. Meanwhile, Data has taken it upon himself to plan an epic funeral after a frustrating <laughs> shift at work that involved Jordy sticking his hand in and out of the console. <laughs> Riker, always needing to be the center of fucking attention, even at a fucking funeral, grabs a tromboner and joins in uninvited. He probably is just nervous about giving his big rose speech that he's been teasing about this whole time and how much he loved berating her in public and spanking her in private. So the ship needs to get going, but guess what? It's rigged to blow up. So frantically, Jordy's kind of like, um, dude, the hand thing wasn't working for Data. What do we got to do to like take this to the next level um, and do the zappy thing they're doing to make them all tingle like the Twilight people we talked about earlier? Glittery. So our two heroes of the episode, um, 
realize that we're going to blow up a phaser to get the levels of where they need to get the levels to get the unfazing process starting. And guess what happens? They come back to life at their funeral and warn them the ship is going to blow up. Ta-da. Everyone is happy except for Data who feels nothing because he's a soulless robot. The episode ends with the Forge <laughs> chowing down and then joining Ro in a very, very Dr. Evil kind of laugh. <laughs> While she twirls breadsticks that do not look appetizing at all. Mm. I love this episode. It is everything I've ever fantasized about seeing my own funeral and then coming back to life to see the look of pure joy on people's faces when they realize just how much they love me. Um, what do you have to say? <laughs> Very, very well done, first of all. Um, Second of all, thanks a lot for making me scroll past an episode with Wesley called The First Duty. I mean, the jokes alone. Duty. Duty. What is this first duty? The first time? Um, Disappointing. It was pretty scary when Troy couldn't sense Jordy and Roe. John was like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be dead. (laughs) I was like, hmm. Um, also when there was like that explosion or whatever, Worf had trouble moving that styrofoam pillar and he needed Riker and that Romulan to help. (laughs) Um, I thought Rose hair with that headband was super cute, though. I feel like her character would hate it. Mm. Moving on to more hair things. I like Beverly's big hair clip. I bought a hair barrette recently, one of those big chunky ones and was wearing it one day and John thought it was something to keep my hair out of my eyes. And I was like, it's fashion. And he was like, well, And it kind of reminds me of the time I went to my folks place and my dad was like, Jesus, what happened to your cheek? And before I could say anything, my mom was like, it's called contour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dad. I know. Could you imagine data planning and conducting your memorial service? Eulogy all in iambic pentameter, shitty hors d'oeuvres, or none at all. Worse. (laughs) <laughs> he chooses to play We Like to Party by Venga Boys. <laughs> <laughs> How are Jordy and Ro not going through the floor is what I want to know, especially because later um, the, that guy gets pushed out the side of the, the ship, remember? Mm-hmm. Jordy, are you saying I'm some blind ghost with clothes? <laughs> Good one. Though I guess it was more <laughs> of a sincere question than joke. <laughs> uh. Everyone seems to be moving really on really quickly from their death. Like Ro is like, well, we have to make our peace. So we should probably do it without raising our voices. And the enterprise crew seems to be like, well, we have other shit to explore. So we shouldn't dwell on this extreme loss. Jordy's like, I won't raise my voice, but I'm so not down with this. So immediately I'm wondering if Jordy and Ro, probably not her. She's not fun. Obviously I'm still upset about the episode where they're kids and she's a real stick in the mud are playing a fly on the wall in other areas of the ship and trying instead of trying to figure out what happened to them. Like does Riker sing in the shower? What kind of underwear does Picard have? And will Crusher finally land that yoga move she's been trying for? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the entire episode I had to stifle laughs because I was thinking about you wearing your Bajoran earring and a dickie with the baseball t-shirt meeting the visitor. Did you know that she was married to Alexander Sedig? Yes. Yeah. A child together. Yes. You know, I think we've talked about this before, but watching them go through walls and people and table and stuff, how the hell do they do that? Like with the films? Like how? 
I can't figure it out. It's amusing to me. <laughs> Dark magic. I know. Um, Riker trombone. When Jordy gives the command to shutter the warp core because of the muon waves building up in the Tylithium chamber, and the guy was like, Oi, who said that? And Picard's like, Commander Jordy LaForge, do it. And the guy is like, Okay. I'm like, uh, Wouldn't he question the captain saying that a dead guy just gave a command? Anyway, I'm glad they figured it all out. It was fun to watch this episode because I didn't remember it. I would have done my due diligence and maybe done like a quick, like, Commander Riker, can you please confirm that the captain is okay? Because I'm concerned that the captain may be going crazy because I know. this dude that's dead, like, yeah. it's oh, just who so said bad. That? Commander Jordy LaForge. It's like, okay, but you're at his funeral right now? Like, are you sure? Okay, oh I'll God. just do it. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I didn't really watch. I like more listened to this episode because I was yeah. organizing my jewelry. And that's well, cool. Well, and if you know it um, so well. I know it so well. I like the sexual tension between Roe and Riker. It's there. It's so I there. I didn't pick up on that at all. Is it because I, I didn't want to see it? I think I've seen it from other episodes or it's just the way that he treats her and talks about it that you just know there's something there that he's, I don't know. Yeah. I think she rubs him away that he doesn't realize he likes it so much. Um, I like how pleased as Punch Wharf is that two people died. Like, harsh. I, yeah. for one, am proud for him that he gets to go for You know what? Are you that confident that, that you know there's a life after death, uh, Worf? Um, I like how Picard awkwardly stormed um, Roe, but didn't hug her. Like, well, others hugged her at the funeral. Like, everyone's like, yeah. oh, my God. And he's just kind of awkward because it's like, oh, yeah. Like, normally I would be, but I'm a captain. So it's it's just like a yeah. scene that's so small and it's so painful. Yeah. Um, and I really don't understand this whole, what is Troy's powers? In some episodes, she's like, I sense emotions. And apparently in this episode, though, her powers allow her to selectively, specifically get people on the ship to determine their current status. Like, yeah. off. like yeah, either I you're, either you're like, for. I sense deception or it's like, well, what about that guy on like uh, deck two right now in room 475? Oh, he's hungry. <laughs> like what, you, what kind of powers do you have here? Yeah, it exactly. Doesn't make sense. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. That's what I say. Figure it out. Figure um, it out. Other than that, my only comment is I love Jordy. I think so great. doing this rewatch, uh, he's my favorite character. Oh, that's awesome. Love him. <sighs> what an episode. Um, we got fast facts. We got would you rathers. We got, we got more Oof. stuff to go. So people, if you need a pee break, take it. How are you feeling, Haley? Do you need a break? You I would keep love going? to have a pee break. Go for but, it. Or we could just like double down and use that energy to like power just through. Power through. All right. You start. Near the end of the episode, Riker is playing the trombone in 10 forward, but his movements don't match at all the music that is heard. And I think we both know that as band nerds. I was watching very carefully and he was doing a shit job. He Did he even try to research that aspect of his role? <laughs> what kind of a, <laughs> did you kind of even try? Did you even try? Yeah, did you uh, even try? <laughs> and I when, also, wait, yeah. no, sorry. I just also wanted to say that I was trying to think of like, okay, well, couldn't they have given him a different instrument? But I feel like the trombone fits him really well somehow. You know? It's a little yeah. goofy. Uh, it's it's cute. It's, he gets to go, mm-hmm, if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Only he, he wouldn't do the right moves and he wouldn't play it. Yeah. 
but like I couldn't see him, you know, with the symbols or <laughs> sit fucking... down on a drum kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the piano. I'd be like, what is this? Nah. Twilight? Can yeah, I just exactly. want to reference Twilight all day? <laughs> the flute. <laughs> The heart. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome. mm-hmm. Okay. So nice. Classic. Okay. So when Chief Brosmer, Brosmer, Brosimer, mm. Bros, not Miles O'Brien, aborts the transport, but Jordy and Roe don't rematerialize in the Romulan ship, Riker calls Chief before tapping on his communicator badge. What an idiot. When trying to beam up Jordy and Roe at the beginning of the episode, the Chief Transporter's console changes height between shots. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity. This is what happens when Miles isn't there, you guys. Yeah, never, ever give him a day off. No. When Brosmer reports to Data data about okay. the new chroniton fields on Deck 17 as he was following Roe and the Romulan, the doors are showing they're actually on Deck 8, not Deck 17, like that person said. Come on. This is riddled with errors <laughs> it's like one of way my to, emails yeah oh my <laughs> way to really take me out of the story okay riddled with errors when captain picard so so also i have to tell you that this just came screaming into the future for me that as a child i thought his name was captain bickard with a b captain <laughs> bickard zachary binks <laughs> damn it anyway when captain bickard and commander Riker are walking into the ready room where they're going to go talk about the memorial service at 2300 hours, you see Roe walk into the room from a rather impossible angle. An off Broadway production of this. <laughs> this is Selena Gomez as Roe. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a commonly stated plot error is that LaForge and Roe are supposedly out of sync with the real world and can't touch objects, yet they can still walk and move normally without yes. falling through the floor, this right? That's what I'm saying. So here we go. Star Trek writers and producers later explained this by stating that the ship's internal or the, the ship's inertial dampers and gravity plating had somehow kept Roe and LaForge in vertical no. alignment with the ship, even in a phased state. Yet horizontally, they could still pass through bulkheads and solid objects. Nice try, writers. Uh, I think I know how to stabilize vertical and horizontal alignment, and that's not the way. Yeah, maybe your sex tape. It involves lasers. (laughs) (laughs) And hexagons. (laughs) When the phased row Laren visits the bridge, she visibly touches the navigation console, which she should not be able to do. Like, where is the director? Riddled. Cut. (laughs) Fucking do it again. Like. Michelle Forbes, stop touching things. Well, and she should have been like, I don't know if my character should be able to, you know, stand up for yourself. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) When um, Roe and Jordy are in engineering, you can clearly see their reflections on the glass panel. And as they are out of phase, this should not be possible. Just like riddled with errors. Riddled. (laughs) Riddle me this. Tom Riddle. Oh, man. Um, Get me a hot griddle. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm in the middle. uh, (laughs) Oh, did you know that? the guy who played Malcolm had so many head injuries, like concussions that he doesn't even remember filming that show. 
And Brian Cranston calls on him often and like reminds him of times they had on set. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Frankie Muniz? Yeah. Is that the kid from Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. As a concussion person myself. Um, as a survivor. <laughs> as a survivor, I recognize this terrible um, burden. When Instant Row sets the disruptor to overload and tend forward to create a larger chroniton. Well, yeah, it says chroniton, but earlier it said chronoton. Hmm. Is it chroniton with an I or chronoton? I think it's, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I copied and pasted this. So. <sighs> I appreciate it. Both Roe and Jordy take cover behind some furniture. Since the disruptor is phased, the explosion would pass through the furniture with no resistance. And depending on how close they were to the disruptor, could have resulted in injury or death. Basic facts. I got my hands up like praying mantis. I don't understand. This what is, is it? Who did this? Oh, God. Lastly, when the Romulan officer shoots Roe with, with his disruptor, she falls to the floor and brushes a potted plant. The plant shakes, although she would have passed right through it. And people, we, we know that you have the ability to do this. I watched the show. You can make people go through things. How hard is it? Uh, yeah. Figure it, out. Figure it out. Okay, but would you see it or skip it? Uh, I would see it. I mean, it's a. I think it's a good one. It's it's a bit silly in that people are like, oh, let's just continue on moving on. Nothing to worry about here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd see it. Yeah. I wouldn't skip it. No, I say see it, you fool. Yeah. Um, it's riddled with errors, but we love it. Um, yeah. Bill said skip it. Meh. Fair. Dan said, see it. This may be the only row episode I like. Dan what? knew there was something that I liked about Dan. Well, that's great. Um, would you rather, uh, I numbered these three things, one, one, and two. So <laughs> <laughs> number one, would you rather see your funeral or not see your funeral? Uh, number one, I would not want to see my funeral. I don't even like the attention I get on my birthday and I don't want to see who comes and who doesn't and who cries and who doesn't. It just all seems awful. And you? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. It sounds like this is kind of your dream. This is my dream. Um, because I would want to, if I could haunt, like I'd want to be able to do something to scare the crap out of everybody. It's like one last prank, spaghetti, um, (laughs) blood chiller font across my, (laughs) wherever. Um, I mean, it, it, I actually, I really don't care that much. I think it would be interesting. Um, But I I think I can have better things to do (laughs) if I'm dead and I can actually go around and do stuff. I think I'd be busy with other things. It would be awkward. I wouldn't want to have any feelings about it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Would you rather have Riker say something about you at your funeral or Worf or Wesley? So given they were all present at my 14th birthday, but not in that order, I would uh, (laughs) hope they would all say something. Right. (laughs) And you? Um, I don't know what Worf would say. I don't. uh, I don't know that he would think. Well, he seems pretty happy. I would want him to sing. Klingon opera. Would you rather have Data plan your wedding or leave specific instructions that include a holographic Backstreet Boy concert? <laughs> plan your wedding? 
I meant uh, specific instructions. Only I would want it to be a solo concert featuring the best BSB, Kevin Richardson. So. Oh my god! In his Dracula costume from Oh my god! So good. It's not Dracula though. He's no, it's Two Face. He's Two Face. That's right. Or the Phantom of the Opera? No, Two Face. That's fucking AJ, dude. Yeah, that's right. So there was the Mummy, Nick. Yeah, and then there was um, Howie was the Dracula. Yeah. Howie. Brian was something else. I'd never give a shit. He was too little. Break him in half. So good. Love Backstreet Boys. Mm. Show them what you're made of. Anyway, show them what you're made of. That's a really good song if you're feeling down. Oh, God. I love it. That, um, do you have anything else that you want to say about this episode? What are we going to do next? I think it's the next one is all on you. And I, I want to let it be ladies' choice. Um, whatever the hell you want to watch. You well, can watch an episode of Voyager. I don't give a shit. What do you want to no, do? man, we'll get there. I. What about Menage a Troy? Uh, no, Ferengi. Yeah, because we yeah. had that one. Wasn't that yeah. a, uh, that was a, a suggestion? That was a suggestion. Let's do that. Okay, I'll add it. Menage a Troy. Beautiful. Add. That's it. Oops. Perfect. I see you added a card. Look at that. I love it. Great work. That does it for this episode of Rewind. Um, two minutes next time when we discuss Menage a Troy. Until then, feel free to check us out on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network webpage where you can find all the information you could ever want with regards to being a Patreon supporter or links to fan sets or where you can find us on social media, whether it be on the Facebook group or whether it be on Twitter at Trek Rewind. Um, of course, we'd like to thank all the Patreons for their continued support and fan sets and a big shout out to Bill and Dan for just doing what they do. And of course, to five year mission, um, there's lots of new shows on the network and more to come and Trek to come as they discuss the new seasons of lower decks coming out in August. And then all this stuff about what's that discovery. There's going to be so much happening. It's all like, Oh, Picard. Oh, strange new worlds it's um it's the heyday for track and i'm i'm feeling good about it so until yeah. next time folks you know um <laughs> on that note Haley frequencies closed everybody thanks for listening bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>